0: On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we continue our player reviews. Today, we're talking about Stephen Stamkos. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank you all for making us us your first listen of the day on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. We're continuing our player reviews, looking back on the season, spotlighting every player on this team. Today, we're talking about Lightning captain Stephen Stamkos, and we start off with the positives. And, you know, it's I always like these. I always like looking back on the season. And and I know we did a segment around the all star break uh, talking really midway through the season, how players were doing. We need to look back on those. I'm definitely going to look back on those and see what grades I gave these guys up into that point. And I think a lot of us, including myself at that point, we're kind of riding high on the lightning just you know, as a team, because I believe that was February. So I think that that was around, if not after, right after the lightning had the best uh month of the year and really, I don't know. I, I feel like it's been a weird year for Steven Stamkos. I feel like he is somewhat maybe flown under the radar or it's kind of not been, in my opinion, for because I like to think of myself as a very level headed lightning fan, um, as we all know. And what I mean by that is that we go crazy every single time Stamkos do something, which is great. Obviously, I mean, he's the greatest player in franchise history, of course. Um, but I feel like we don't talk about the negatives a lot with him. Um, and obviously we will uh, as this episode goes along. But if you look at Stamkos and just putting his season in perspective, 81 games, 34 goals, 50 assists. That's 84 uh, points on the season, plus minus of minus five uh, for Stamkos. Uh, 14 of his goals this year were power play goals. Not a shock. Uh, Six of his goals this year were game winning goals. And you know, not looking at his face-off percentage. I mean, if you really want to look at it, 53, pretty much a shade under 54 on the year face-off percentage-wise. So pretty good season for him thus far. Obviously the plus minus kind of you look at that as kind of like really the thing that really sticks out for him. Um, We'll obviously talk about that uh, on the later part of the episode, but looking at some of the positives he did this year, You look at the 34 goals, obviously, whenever Steven Stamkos is around the 30 to 40 goal mark, uh, that's great. That's great news for the Lightning. I think that really the minimum we should look for him at, especially at this point in his career, uh, mind you, he's only 33, just turned 33 back in February, so... In my opinion, still very much in the prime of his career. Maybe we'll get two more years out of him where we start to see maybe the numbers really start to dip. Then again, you ever know, you know, the 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 science of training and nutrition has gone a long way since the early two thousands and twenty ten. So, you know, he could very well still pre be producing at this level very well late into his thirties. So who knows? But what I really looked at of him, looked at of his numbers this year, that really stuck out to me. And this was a big factor last year uh, for Stamkos. And and we spoke about this with Braden Point. And I feel like for the most part, for this Lightning team as a whole, I think as we go on with the reviews, uh, for a lot of players on this team, we'll look at how many games they played. Because at this point, time, for the most part except for maybe a couple of names here and there we kind of all know what to expect out of players and and the biggest issue for this team as a whole over probably the last three four seasons has really been the injury bug and that is where the lightning have kind of faltered or or kind of had to go out and get an extra piece or or kind of make do with what they got you know we're Last couple of seasons, we're we're talking about Stamkos being out, 2020, um, for the rest of the season right when COVID hit. Uh, If you look back at that, remember when COVID hit? Probably, what, second week of March, uh, Stamkos goes out with an injury undisclosed. Uh, It turned out to be, I I believe it was his lower body. It was a lower body injury. or Actually, no, it was upper body. Starts to make the comeback for the playoffs. Lower body injury and conditioning, and then comes back for Game Three and scores that goal we all know and, and love, and which was just probably the most iconic goal I think of. I think we could agree, probably the two thousands, or at least the twenty tens, um, and and I would probably imagine probably the best goal um, in Stanley Cup Final history. I think you know maybe there's obviously some game winners here and there, but I think that's definitely up there. Um, And the reason why I bring that up is because we look at the progression of Stamkos from 2019 to 2020. uh, Really, if you want to go back from 2016 to 2017, but really, you look at 2019, 2020, only 57 games, 2020, 2021, 38 games, uh, 17 goals, 34 assists. Uh, 34 points, excuse me. 21 22 plays 81 games for the f- play. Hits the 80 game mark, basically, for just excuse my AC there. uh, It's a billion degrees up here in New York already. Um, p- Hits the 80 game mark for the first time since 2018-19. And it shows. It shows what really talent is there. The talent's always been there. Uh, and just to compare, in, in case you're not looking at a screen or looking at those stats right now, um, in 1819 he had 82 games, 45 goals, 53 assists, 98 points on the verge of, of, of hitting the 100-point mark. Last year, hits the 80-game mark, 42 goals, 106 points, hits the 100-point mark for the first time in his career. This year, a little bit of a setback year. I think really what it came down to it was just – this was just a struggle season for most Lightning players, really, except when you look at it as a whole. Really the only players that I felt like didn't really struggle that whole much this year was really Nikita Kutroff and and, and Braden Point. Those two guys always felt – you always felt like could always find a way to score points, always be successful – and you know, we saw that with 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 Stamkos, you know, he's obviously always going to take advantage of his, his his opportunities. And, you know, in the beginning of the season, if you remember correctly, at one point for a couple of months there, he was in the top three in goals. And so, you know, the the opportunities are there, and he was taking full advantage of them. And you could see even in his 32 year season in his 31. Going on thirty-two year old season, uh, the the talent is there, Um, and as we'll talk about with Stamkos, as you know, we move on and review his season. Really, the issue with him lies is that he he basically boxes himself in and almost turns himself into this one trick pony kind of player. Which I think there's more to his game than that than just shooting from the the. The circle. I I firmly believe, and we saw it later on in the season, and that's one of the positives you could also take, is that when he hits a wall and he finally figured it out uh, down the stretch in the regular season and then in the playoffs, he kind of figured it out where he was able to adjust finally. I don't know if maybe this was something that he was working on all season long, or maybe it was just something that really what it comes down to is that maybe he realized I got to figure something out because I'm not scoring. I've, I've hit this wall where I'm basically put, I'm basically barely putting up any points. Uh, The goals are not coming like they normally do. Something needs to be figured out. And I feel like with him to a certain degree, like I said, he, he kind of cuts himself off. He doesn't allow himself to continue to, to score points and be successful and but at the same time you look at the shot he still has one of the best in the league to do it from the face-off circle the only other player that really you could say was better than him from the face-off circle and the one-timer is alexander ovechkin who 800 career goals i mean so of course but I will say, though, the one thing that I really liked about Stamkos this year and not even the goal scoring and not even the consistency and staying healthy was really his ability to find other players on his team, kind of take that secondary role at times and and not so much because as we saw in years past, kind of the offense kind of flowed through him in a certain degree. You know, obviously, when you look at the Lightning offense, you see – or or really you mostly think about Nikita Kucherov, quarterback in that offense, cycling the puck around when the Lightning are not on the rush. But you kind of always figure it's it's kind of like when you look at basketball, the Lakers usually when they need a big time shot, who do they defer to? It's always LeBron James. And I felt like in the last couple of years, especially early on this year, the Lightning have always deferred to Steven Stamkos which is fine, but as the season went on, like we know, the roles changed. Braden Point became the guy uh, at certain times. It was Brandon Hagel became the guy, Nick Paul at certain times, Alex Kalorn at certain times, even Nikita Kucherov at times became the guy for a bulk of the season. Uh, but down the stretch, like I said, I think his ability to evolve uh, really helped the Lightning down the stretch and, and really, to a certain degree, helped them in the series, even though they weren't successful in moving on, I thought really we saw some the start of something that could potentially open up even more Stephen Stamkos's game down low in the dirty areas, which really excited to see how that turns out going into next season. So keep an eye on that. So I think if I'm looking at Stephen Stamkos' season as a whole and, and I'm looking at the stats, but not completely taking them in as the whole thing, uh, 84 points. After a hundred and six point season, I'm looking at Steven Stamkos and I'm giving him a B plus. You know, I, I I think that we like I said we start to see the start of something really good in his game at the end of the season. But I want to see a full season of that. Uh, I I didn't like I said we don't really sometimes see a lot of creativity to his game, and if we could see a little bit more of that, that'd be phenomenal. And I think that we would see another bump in his points and and his goal production going forward so we'll talk about more you know what he needs to improve in his game you kind of already know where i'm going with this so stick around but first we need to talk about our friends at indeed now indeed is the hiring platform where you could attract interview and hire all in one place instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for the candidates with the right skills indeed's powerful hiring platform. That could help you do it all with streamlined hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. Indeed is unbelievably powerful hiring platform delivering four times more hires than any other job sites combined. According to Talent Nest 2019, join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. So start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your post on Indeed.com slash locked on offer. Good for a limited time. Indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need indeed. So once again, I'm going to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so please go ahead, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are also available. You could hit up the show on Twitter. Hello, underscore lightning on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Lockdown underscore lightning on instagram go ahead and do that hit me up danky dank d-e-n-k-y-d-8-n-k love hearing from all of you and a little special announcement so we started a partnership with sir so sir partnership um includes promoting to the radio broadcast of the team so go ahead and follow the lightning going forward next season uh you'll be able to hear the lightning on sir obviously and listen you know, to me as well. So go ahead and do that as well. So really, looking back at Steven's state, really, we we, you know, it's one of those things where I've kind of been picking at it all season long, and that's why I feel. And I'm not saying. And when we did our recap of Leaf series. You know, I'm not saying, you know, I kind of made it feel like Vasilevsky and the defense was the reasoning as to why not, why this season went the way it did. And that's 100% true. At the same time, I feel like if there was just a little bit more dynamic to the Lightning in general and their offensive game. I'm not saying it would have been a whole ton of difference. I don't think it would have really made a big difference. Because um, really at the end of the day, um, you know, the Leafs were just the better team. They, I'm not saying they wanted it more, but down the stretch, they, they really took it to the lightning. Um, and in a situation like that, I would have liked to have seen Stamkos really go off really take the game into his hands and and really really go ahead and 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 really put the team on his back you know we've seen him do it before and and I know he's he's in his early 30s he's 2 years away from hitting the 35 year mark but at the same time you know in a series like this where you have two goals and four points after scoring 30 plus goals and, and on the 80 point mark where really I, I felt like to a certain degree and to a certain fault, even though it was very encouraging that his play was kind of branching out into other parts of the ice, which is great. We didn't really see a whole lot of play from the circle. I might be mistaken from that, but kind of thinking about the series now I don't remember really any moments to where the the lightning were kind of going to him in certain situations and you know that could be a game plan thing I kind of figured that you know he was just they kind of figured that the the, the Leafs were ready for that and that's fine but and, and maybe that's a whole conversation we could have later on in the summer you know who is really to blame and, you know, what could have been done better in this series. I mean, but really what I'm getting to is that I feel like when Stamkos focuses on a part of his game or a certain aspect of his game in this point, working down low, which is phenomenal, which is absolutely phenomenal. I love to see a guy who kind of gets out of his comfort zone as the season's going on and, and kind of trying to figure it out as season's going on. And even in the playoffs, that's great. But I kind of feel like oftentimes with Stammer, the the issue with him is that it's kind of just that and there's nothing else that works for me, which, as we all know, isn't true. He has one of the best slap shots, one of the best one timers from the circle. Um, And as we've seen, he also can dangle it a little bit down low. And I I feel like there needs to be a certain situation for him, at least, where he kind of as captain and as the leader, I feel like it's his place to where he could kind of go to Cooper, John Cooper, and say, let's do this that way. And I'm not saying in the course of a game, maybe between periods or or even in practice, especially if, you know, you kind of realize or you kind of see that the Leafs or any other team, it doesn't even have to be in the playoffs. Any team is susceptible to that. And we saw, especially down the stretch in the regular season, even though the Lightning weren't winning games, the one thing that they were doing well was they were getting dirty area, high scoring, high danger opportunities. And a lot of that had to do with Stamkos. And I just think that we need to see a lot more of that from him. I think, you know, he's still at a point of his career where he could very well still assert himself uh, and, and put the Lightning on his back. And, it, and I feel like it's more so him just not at times wanting to play selfish hockey, which I feel like to a certain degree, a player like him can. I feel like a player like Kucherov can. And we'll we'll talk about that when we talk about Kucherov. But I, I really think that there are moments where during the regular season, especially where Steven Stamkos, this team almost needed him to go out there and say, I got this. Just feed me and we'll go, we'll we'll take it from there. I didn't really see that from him. There was there was games this year where you kind of there were shifts where you didn't even realize he was on the ice. Um, there was games where he really didn't, he kind of was just offensive oriented. And if you want to say I'm wrong, look at his plus minus this year. You can't be on the top line with a team that scores as much as the Lightning and have a minus in in the plus minus department that's just i'm sorry that's that's unacceptable that's just how I'm going to look at it especially when you play in online with Brayden Point and Nikita kucherov and and you get tons of power play time and and you know the lightning are one of the top teams in the league and giving up shorthanded goals on the power play they need to do a better job of that and and that all starts from your leaders that all starts from your captain especially and when he's in the negative and you're making it to the playoffs, and you know, you're know you one of the best teams in terms of points in, in the Eastern Conference, at least. That's an issue, and I would really like to see him. You know, He does lay the occasional hit. I'm not saying he has to go out there and be a sandpaper guy. and We know that he's not afraid of being physical. Uh, we saw him go after Matthews in, in this series, which is great, which is phenomenal. I would kind of like to see that here and there throughout the course of the season. I'm not saying that he has to fight all the time, But I would like to see him become more of a complete around player, whether it's laying big hits, whether it's being more assertive on defense or, or really kind of in the middle of a shift, especially on the power play kind of saying to his players, let's slow it down. Let's 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 set up instead of just trying to go spit shot fire on rush chances on and on and on. And You know, you might be saying, well, you know what, they have a game plan. Well, you know what, he has that responsibility and has that position on the team. And I firmly believe on the bench when he could kind of turn around to Coop and say, hey, listen, this ain't working. We need to try something different. So I'm not saying kind of having said that, I'm not saying that he's not a good leader. That's absolutely not what I'm trying to say. I just feel like he needs to be more assertive all around. I feel like, especially in the defensive department, he really needs to kind of, us uh, really clamp down. And I'm not saying let's. He needs to go out there and and win the selkie or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. He just needs to be a leader in every single aspect of the game of hockey over the course of a game. And I feel like when he does that, and especially when it reflects in the, def- and I know that doesn't paint a whole picture, the plus minus. But I think that as if he gets that, if that number gets better next year, I think the rest of the team will follow suit. Um and, and we'll start to see better results down the stretch. And, and and you know, we'll continue to talk about some of the issues that the Lightning face this season. Um, but yeah, it really all starts from the top. And when I say the top, I mean your captain. So wrapping things up, let me know in the comments below what you think about my review with Stephen Stamkos. How would you feel about his season? Like I said, I'm not blaming him for all the issues, but hockey is a very team-oriented sport. I firmly believe that when a team plays bad or, or doesn't play up to the expectations that you wish they were playing up to, you always have to kind of look at a couple of things. The goaltending, the coaching, and the captain, especially if he's a vital part of the production of that team, which Steven Stamkos is. And and I'm not going to completely blame him for all the problems the Lightning had this year because, let's face it, first part of the season, he was a bona fide first line forward. Uh, And that showed, like I said earlier in the episode, He led the league in goals for, I would say, probably a couple of months. And then you start to see it kind of him fall off a little bit there. And really in that point, that falls on John Cooper to say, especially down the stretch when most times, and like I said, most shifts and and most, most games, he really didn't do much of anything. You know, I always look at players that are struggling, that are scorers, you know, when you're going through your your hiccups, case in point, last year Brandon Hagel, when he came to the Lightning, he wasn't doing a lot offensively, which was why he was brought in. What are you doing for me other than doing what you were brought into? And he was playing physical. And you know, I don't have his plus minus in front of me right now, but I would imagine it was somewhat decent. Now, like I said, plus minus is a depending on what school of thought you're in me i don't think it pays paints the whole picture for forwards um defensemen are a little bit of a different story but with stamkos i feel like if you're putting up 84 points on the first line and your goal totals in in the low to mid 30s his was 34 i kind of look at his assist numbers i kind of look at his plus minus and think you know what else are you doing other than scoring goals um and i also feel like cooper needed to kind of step in in that po- in that in that moment and kind of i think a lot of us were also shouting for him to get moved down which wouldn't have been a bad idea but i feel like to a certain degree cooper didn't want to move his captain and a guy who just came off a 100 point season down because he was struggling he i think he always kind of hoped to some degree that he was going to be able to turn it back on. And we didn't really see that until later on the season when he was kind of changing things up. And and I think really next season, I I really hope, you know, I'm not saying let's move Stamkos down the lines just yet, but I think that he needs to be placed somewhere uh, on the ice other than the circle. I feel like everybody in the building knows it. He has a great shot, but at the same time, you're going to have one or two opposing players in that lane ready to try and block that shot with the, the the goaltender ready to block that in the upper 90. And either Stamkos needs to know whether or not to not take that shot and maybe skate in and you know go for a rebound, shoot for a rebound, or maybe try and dish it off to someone else because there's people open. There's always people open. Uh, So, you know, this off season and, and, you know, all the things that we will be hearing about and all the things that we'll be seeing in the early stages of next season will truly be telling in terms of how the lightning play, if they've learned from their past mistakes and, and that I fully believe that Steven Stamkos is hopefully going to look, learn from his past mistakes and, and start to learn uh, assume new tricks and rely on those tricks in order for the Lightning to get back to the Stanley Cup final and, and raise another Stanley Cup. So we'll be back on the next episode. We're going to be talking more player reviews. We're also going to be talking some player transactions. Uh, a lot of talk coming this offseason. Can the Lightning – what can they do really with this roster? You know, a lot of decisions are going to be need to be made uh, about – re-signing players, about trading possibly players, Uh, the name that we'll be talking a lot about in the coming weeks. Uh, It was originally going to be Alex Korn, but I kind of shifted gears, especially after the NHL lottery draft last night. I'm now looking at Ross Colton. I think he is going to be the hottest commodity uh, on this team going forward because he is a restricted free agent. His contract's up. There's a lot of teams that are out there that are going to be in need of a third line forward. Uh, Ross didn't really have a really good year this year. Struggled quite a bit in the scoring uh, department. Played physical, which we'll, we'll talk quite a bit about, about Ross when we get to his player review uh, probably next week. But I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning with somewhat of their abundance of riches, their embarrassment of riches, really uh at the forward position because as we all know scoring isn't the issue for this lightning team it's defense and unfortunately you're gonna probably have to give up some scoring in order to get back some defense or or you know even with the lightning if they can't get any defense in a trade they're gonna go after it and in um in free agency but they're gonna have to clear up some cap space and unfortunately Most likely, if they do make a move to clear up cap space via trade, uh, it's probably going to be Ross Colton, whose number is going to be up. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, We'll keep an eye on and we'll discuss as it goes along. uh, Who are the other teams, the prospect teams that we could possibly see be willing to make a deal with Tampa Bay Lightning in order for the Lightning to maybe get a draft pick in the first two rounds of this year's draft? So we'll talk about that. Talk about player reviews. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Once again, give us follows wherever podcasts are distributed. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and comment below this video. Let me know what you think. Ask questions from mailbag. I will answer all the questions. Um when I get to them. You know, I can't promise I'll answer them on the, the next episode, but I do I have been seeing some here and there that we will definitely get to um as we go along. So in the meantime, That's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you.